Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, if you are anywhere next to the United States, or you're gonna be anywhere next to the United States, stay till the end of the Daily Devotional. I have something very special to talk about today. If you are anywhere next to the United States, I pray it's gonna bless you very greatly. Well, we have been in this series, The Holy Spirit Powered Life. The Holy Spirit Powered Life. Our life is not just meant to be lived under our, our ability and our, uh, our, our power, but rather under the power of God, because the Holy Spirit helps us to discern, to see, to know God's will and the best way to step in our life, that we grow in our relationship with God. Well, we've been reading from Acts chapter 20, verses 22 and 23, And here Paul is talking to the Ephesian elders, the Ephesian leaders. And and he's saying this, he's saying this, he said, I feel compelled, I feel captive to the Holy Spirit's prompting, to the Holy Spirit's urging, to the Holy Spirit's leading that I'm meant to go in this direction. I'm not altogether sure how it's going to turn out. What I do know is that I'm going to end up in prison, I feel, and I'm going to be persecuted. But I can't walk away from that that sense of conviction that's very deep in his heart. It goes on and it says in verse 24 this, But I do not count my life of any value to myself. Justin, would you highlight that for me, please? If only I may finish my course and the ministry, uh, if only I may finish my course, can you highlight that? And the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus, can you highlight that? to testify to the good news of God's grace. So we've highlighted four parts. Look at it again. But I do not count my life of any value to myself. What's he saying? Paul is saying, Paul is not saying that my life has no value. What he's saying, if you read the wider context of who Paul is, he's saying, I have come to see that God is the most important thing, that his way, his will, that I'm only complete in God, that that's the most important thing. Whereas the world says to us all the time, and we have that natural tendency in us to look after ourselves, care for ourselves. The world would say to us that says that we're the most important thing. But Paul lifts to that deeper level of spirituality. He says, I'm not the most important thing. God is. And then he goes on and he says, if only I may finish my course. In other words, if only I can finish the direction of getting to heaven. Because we're all on a course right now, aren't we? We're all traveling towards heaven. We're all traveling towards being in the presence of God. He says, I'm not the most important thing. If only I can, can, can finish my course. And then he goes on and he says, and the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus. And the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus. Look at that word ministry. The word ministry can be replaced. You could take it out. Crack it out and you could write the word service. If only my service, if only my, uh, uh, and and the, the service that I received from the Lord Jesus, if only my service, my ministry can be all that God wants it to be, my ministry. There are some of you, God has called you to be a single person and contribute to the world. God has called some of you to be married, uh, to some to be husband and wife, to be, to be parents. Some of you, God has called to be doctors. Some of you, God has called to be road workers. Some of you, God has called to be uh, a teacher. Some of you, God has called to be engineers. 
Some of you, God has called to be in the entertainment industry, to, be, to work in the area of arts and culture. Some of you, God's called to be in the sports industry. Some of you, God is saying to you right now, I just want you to be quiet and just pray. Some of you have called you to be Godparents. Some of you called you, God has called some of you to, to lay down your life, to just be quiet with him right now. And in other words, our service, when we put all the service of all of humanity together, it bears up to this thing called the kingdom that God desires that we would be. If everyone was doing the perfect thing, everyone was perfectly surrendered to God, we would have this sense of the perfect sense of the kingdom of God. Paul says this, my way, what I'm about is not that important anymore. I've come to see that God is. I just want to get to God. That's the most important thing. And then he says this, uh, he, he then says, if only I may finish my course and the ministry I received from the Lord. And for him, what's that ministry? To testify to the good news of, of God's love, of God's grace. For Paul, it was to go out and proclaim the gospel. We're all called to do that in our own way, but Paul in a very particular way. Many of you are called into it in different ways. And so the Spirit prompts us, compels us, you know, almost like I'd, love to, I'd like to use the word forces us, but yet we have free will to push back, to respond to him. And, and Paul says, if only I can get to heaven, if only, if only what God has given me is the most important thing to do at this stage in my life, that's, that's what matters. And so today in the Daily Devotional, what I want to say to you is this, is this. God right now has you at the place you are right now. You are the place where you are right now. You can be older or younger. And, and, and wherever you are right now, God has a ministry, a service for you to, to, to live through. Whether you're retired or whether you're gainfully employed, whether you're unemployed, whatever it is. God's got a ministry for you right now. And you want to be able to stand up and say, God, I'm doing that ministry. I'm doing that service exactly where I am. Now, the thing that I've discovered is, is that that keeps, that can often keep changing through our life. And sometimes in different areas of our lives, it changes as we get grow, get older, as we transition through life, through different circumstances. And so repentance is coming back to God and saying, God, I put you at the center of my life. And today I'm where you want me to be at this stage of my life. Because for some of you, if you're still at the stage where you were years ago in your relationship with God, well, that would kind of be wrong, wouldn't it? Because God wants us to take us to a different place. So today in your prayer, where does God want you to be? Where does God want you to be exactly in the place where you are? Well, in a minute, I'm going to say something to everyone who might be close to the United States uh, in a minute. But before I do so, if you've been listening to the message that I recently gave about what happened in Phoenix... Uh, we, we, I feel a great sense of compulsion. I feel compelled. I feel captive to trying to reach more people for Christ. And I want to ask you today if you would help me to financially meet the needs, the costs that are involved in reaching another human being, that they would come to Jesus. That when people are not going to find out unless we go. And that takes effort and organization to do. And so uh, I would like to ask you if you would support me. To our faith builder partners, the people who give on a regular basis, I couldn't do this without you if I didn't know that every month you were supporting me, both in prayer and in your financial giving. To those people who give from time to time, to our other, what we call our faith builders uh, as well, those people who give from time to time, you are building faith in people. And I'm so abundantly grateful.
Well, as a sign of my gift to you and my, my thanks to you, I want to give you a gift. I want to, uh, Rosemary wrote this book, Rosemary, my wife, wrote this book called Jottings from My Your Journal. I've watched her, I've watched her sit for hours and hours and hours through the decades, walking on her relationship with God and, and working on it and walking with God. I've seen her jot down in her journals the things that God has said to her. And it's been quite remarkable and many people uh, have commented, Rosemary by far is the holiest human being that I have ever met in my life. She is who God calls her to be. And I'd love to be able to give this to you. We'd love to be able to give this to you for supporting us sharing the gospel with another person. If you go to the Give tab or if you go to this address on the screen, know that we will use what you give to reach another human being that they would love God and that they would know the love of Jesus in their life. Well, I'm going to pray and then I'm going to talk to everybody who is in the USA or near there. Loving Father, I give you thanks and I give you praise because you're so good. And Lord God, I just ask today that people would be able to say, I'm doing my service, my ministry. I'm compelled, I'm called. Whether that is to pray and be silent, whether that is to be active, Lord, whatever it is. Allow us today, Lord, if we need to repent, to come closer to you exactly where you are. Lord God, and to put ourselves in the place of what you're calling us to. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, if you are anywhere next to the United States, I'm coming. And I'm coming to the United States to do a two-day event called The Presence of God. And it will be on September the 8th and 9th in Chicago, very close to, right, well, right next to the O'Hare International Airport. And uh, it is going to be two magnificent days, Friday evening, all day Saturday. And I pray that it would abundantly bless you. I've received so much mail recently, and it's kind of awkward sometimes me reading what people send to me. But let me tell you a couple of things that people have said. Someone wrote to me recently and said after I'd been at one of the events in Toronto, Melbourne, Sydney and, all, and other places, your teaching on prayer and personal relationship with God has been life-giving, encouraging a turn to God at crucial times in my life. Someone else wrote about the event, you gave me an opportunity to connect with God on a more intimate level through your easy-to-understand, simplified approach and delivery of Scripture. From our first meeting, I understood how to listen to God in my heart. And someone else wrote, I feel very blessed to have attended your event. I felt connected to God soon after you commenced talking. It was overwhelming at times, almost brought me to tears. Since then, I do not feel as stressed. I feel that God is guiding me and will look after me. I want to encourage you, if you are anywhere next to where we're going to be in Chicago on those two days, if you will come. Now, some people might say that's far away. Well, we're going to have a prize for the person who comes the furthest. And I think I'm going to win that prize. So I want to encourage you to come. If you go to this address and you register, you can get your tickets at this, uh, at this address. Go there right now and register. Once it is full, it will be full. But I would encourage you to come. And I pray that it will be an amazing blessing. And we'll tell you far more uh, in time to come. I've been so blessed by the events that have happened recently and I am so excited to be coming to Chicago for this event. Uh, it will bless you. My team will be present with me. Rosemary will be with me and we will have a phenomenal time. 
Hey, God bless you. Go to this address. Hey, and don't forget wherever you are, God is never ever far from you.